Yeah, I think you should arrange that. Can you be our PR guy? Can you get me in the room with BBC? I, I guess I could try. I don't know who I would talk to. I've been in the room with a couple BBCs, and it's always intimidating. It's <laughs> like, what do, do I... What do I do? You know, do I look it right in the eye? Do I ask it for an autograph? <laughs> now, London, I can't really hear you. Oh, because I didn't laugh that hard? You think that's... <laughs> you, you think there's something wrong with the mic? <laughs> Our connection's not very good. You didn't really respond to my killer BBC joke. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hit me with an, oh, damn, that's good. Damn, keep, oh, man, we better save this for a page. <laughs> hey, this is not a page. This is a regular episode of The Chubby Behemoth. Thank you guys for tuning in. You're here with me, your star, your lead, Sam T, a.k.a. Terrible Talent. I'm joined by a couple of guests. Um, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm, I'm Jake Hamill. Hey, Jake. How are you? Uh, pretty good, except the Red Sox stink. Okay, so you're a Red Sox guy. Yeah, they're not looking too good. Uh, hopefully they don't stink. All right, and who's our other guest? I'm Zach Moss. <laughs> hey, Moss. How do you feel about the Red Sox? I don't understand baseball. It's got too many moving parts. All right. Sounds right. Baseball stinks. Everything stinks. <laughs> That's my move. <laughs> I, like, I like how you guys chose to be characters that I've barely heard of. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get out more. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know that Hamill's taken the media by storm. I like that Hamill says that everything stinks. Meanwhile, uh, smokes so many cigarettes he lost his sense of smell. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know what he doesn't know what stinks. Also, isn't he smoking despite the fact that like they had to remove one of his lungs? They had to remove both of his lungs and part of his brain, and he, <laughs> they didn't they didn't get the chunk of the cerebellum that uh, craves nicotine. So he still <laughs> wants to smoke. Doesn't know his own name, but he's still smoking like a chimney. Yeah, and every, the only thing that changed is instead of liking the Red Sox, he's into the Syracuse Orangemen, which is very strange. Just a yeah, just a slight pivot from pro baseball to college sports from <laughs> from season to season. Mm-hmm. Syracuse track and field stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought they had a good shot put of this year, but he sucks. Yeah, shout out to Jake Hamill. He's cool. I think. Yeah, whenever I see him, it's him yelling out the side of an Argonaut van. Argonaut. Yeah, because he just works for Argonaut, and he drives their van around, and I'll hear someone be like, hey, hey, Sam T. And it's like, oh, God, who's that? Oh, it's Hamill, okay. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I actually saw, I ran into him a few months ago, and he was driving. I thought he was driving for a specific company, but uh, Argonaut, uh, solid operation right across the street from where I live and where you used to live. I used to live down there, man. Argonaut, you can get 24 tall boys of Rolling Rock for 12 bucks. Come on. Yeah, we used to do a lot of tall cans from uh, from Argonaut, for sure. Yeah, how can I not afford to just be shit my pants drunk if I can get 50 cents per tall boy? That rules. Yeah. Yeah, then they, those little shooters, too, are very cheap. You can get a little oh, shooter. God. Yeah, you can sneak them onto an airplane or into church. You can put them in your butt. You can keister them, get into your uh, parole hearing, you know, and then slip a, <laughs> slip a quick uh, – holy cow. Um, have, I'm going full Hamill. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Sneak in a quick sip. There we go. <laughs> you did it, buddy. You know what would be fun? You know what would be a fun experiment? is if I put a shooter in my butt with the cap exposed and then you backed up and tried to unscrew the cap with your own butt and then it opened up and Becker was laying on his back and the liquid fell into his open mouth. If we could do a hands-free butt-to-butt booze exchange into Becker's mouth, that would be cool content. Yeah, if anybody wants to give us like a big sum of money on Patreon, I'll do that. You need money for it? I, I just do it for the love of the game. Well, you're not drinking liquid out of either one of your butts. 
I feel like uh, me use like it sounds almost perfect, but <laughs> I think that me having to use my butt would be very like almost impossible. I would maybe have to use my pee hole. Oh, you'd have to dock it. Yeah, well, because then I could like manipulate my dick and the pee hole to unscrew the cap. Otherwise, what am I gonna do? A cartwheel? so that my butthole can unscrew the cap. <laughs> I'm just, I'm in a G-force machine so that I can, <laughs> so that I can loosen that shit. So yeah, let's get real. Uh, let's talk, you know, pee hole. And then I'm giving, I'm giving that little Smirnoff a little kiss. <laughs> we, would, we, would, we would have to organize it so like, I did a heel click to the left and you did a heel click to the right at the same time. And that's how we would unscrew it. Okay, yeah. That's Unless you just did like a standing inverted 900. Maybe butt to butt is back on the table. We're, okay. we're, we're getting there. Yeah. I think the issue would be, though, as soon as you backed up to unlock it, you would push it deep into my butt crevice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, my, there's a chance like, we lose that shooter, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're not getting the deposit back. Because um, <laughs> my butt is, you know, probably 18 inches deep. I think we've talked about this. So I think that you would submerge it in the meat, in the meat chasm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's save this for when we talk to MIT, because they are the experts on the logistics. You know what I mean? I think mean? we should save it until we talk to ICP, because this seems like a gathering sideshow event that we could do. We could maybe get five hundred bucks each from uh, from ICP to spicy to to spice up the the gathering. Yeah, twenty twenty one. They used Becker, to do. Are you down? Did they move it to Vegas? I don't or, know. No, it was going to be here. Yeah, they were going to move Colorado. to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it was going to be be somewhere that I had ties to. And so I was like, was it Vegas, like North of Vegas, you know, like they could, they could just do it next door to burning man and just fight burning man. That'd be pretty cool. They would crush burning man, dude. Yeah. Just take it. I guess they're about love though. They are. They're pretty cool. Yeah. But they're also about wanton violence. (laughs) They're also about random displays of evil. I mean, yes, they're about community and yes, they're about family, but also they're more about no one gets kicked out. I've seen a juggalo beat up a car before, literally. And then well, they, they welcomed into him into the party later. That's he was he was the party. The party yeah. didn't start until Jason Hat beat up a guy's car. Yeah, that's. We were I mean. all out there like, "What do you mean you're gonna beat up the car?" And he was like, "Watch this." He had a juggalo rider's tattoo on his neck, JRB, and he just fucking proceeded to beat up an Oldsmobile. Well, hopefully he didn't call it any slurs, and then. That- would make it a little less hateful. He was half black. Oh, now we're talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that that reminds me that I also got to I got to beat up a car. <laughs> got to. Yeah, uh, it was actually very fun. There was uh, my my buddy Landon. His parents lived uh, next to a lot, uh, 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 just a, a vacant lot with nothing on it. It was just a little patch of desert nice. in, in uh, Henderson, Nevada. And uh, one day a car was on that lot and (laughs) immediately uh, me and and Conrad and Landon, we go to his parents. We're like, can we blow up that car? And they were like, well, no, you should probably wait and see if somebody claims it. And so I don't know how long we waited, but it was, God, a lifetime because we wanted (laughs) wanted so badly to be able to destroy this thing before it disappeared. You guys are just pacing by the window, drinking Surge. Oh yeah, just crossing the you know crossing the days off the calendar, just hoping and praying that we don't you know that we don't see the this dream dashed by some asshole that calls a tow company. And <laughs> sure enough, eventually we got the green light from uh, Landon's parents, and uh, we just you know beat it up. We threw shit through the windows and hit it with bats and rebar and shit. It was awesome. I wonder what that conversation was between Landon's parents. Like, when was the decision, when was it finally okay? Like, you know, they go to bed, Landon Sr. and uh, Womandon, they're laying down in their bunk beds, I assume, and they're like, 
Well, the boys have been good. You know, they've been patient. Uh, Landon we got all, did we, we, we got A's all in his school. eggs. Yeah, we got A's in school. We got, yeah. Uh, yeah, we ate all of our eggs. We were nice and strong. Yeah, let him get out there and whip up that car. I think it was just a matter of, uh, you know, like I say, there was uh, a, a period of leniency, a grace period, a three days grace period. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were blasting a lot of three days grace. In anticipation. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe just to make sure that someone wasn't going to come for it, you know, that there wasn't like going to be a, a handoff or something. I don't know. What kind of car? No, just, I don't know. It was just like an old beater. I forget what it would have been, but it was just it was, some, it was some an old, old car. car. Not like classic. It wasn't like a nice, Jake thinks it's like a, an old it's Cobra. Chevy. Yeah, an old Cobra. <laughs> yeah, it's a Model T. I, am, I like cars that aren't nice. Model Ts aren't nice. You like cars more than people. I do. Because cars, cars don't call the cops when you won't stop screaming at them. Yeah. <laughs> and they make sense. Yeah, if you, if you drop a cigarette in a car, you don't go, you, the car is not taken away by <laughs> protective services. Um, yeah, it, I think, mm, yeah, uh, I would say it was probably from like the 80s and it was just, you know, looked, looked like it didn't run. You guys didn't like try and have sex in it first? No, we were, it was just like four of us fat guys that weren't get really getting laid a whole lot. Yeah, and why did you only hang out with people with the names of Civil War generals? What was that about? <laughs> Landon and MacArthur and what was the other one? Tormod? Caesar? No, what was the other kid you mentioned? Conrad. Yeah, Conrad. Yeah, no one's really named Conrad. Conrad, his dad is from Iran, and his mom was a white lady, boring, boring ass white. And that woman. was the compromise. Was Conrad? They went with Conrad. How Conrad. far out did he, did Conrad. Dad want to go? Dad probably wanted uh, like Bakram. Budapest. Bakram. Yeah, <laughs> Gorshmik. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I mean I feel like that's a good compromise, right? He's like, I want uh, traditional, hard to pronounce easy to make fun of name and his mom was like well we got conrad you know that's the best of both worlds it's white but it's foreign yes and Conrad. Uh, yeah we uh god he's uh he's a good guy good okay. guy take he's your a, word for it he's the one i jerked off next to while he slept classic because he had the unscrambled porn i couldn't resist yeah and you already ate enough eggs you were like let's keep this party going I ate my eggs. We we got all fucked up one night and went to uh, Blockbuster and uh, rented some stuff. And uh, Conrad's uh, there. He had this uh, big truck, and we bombed that through the desert. That was pretty good. Pretty wild night, the two of us. Unhinged. Yeah, going to Blockbuster unhinged, getting some cookie dough bites. Ooh. Oh yeah, we probably. I don't well. I don't like to steal, but we might have ended up with a couple of free packages of red vines. They fell off the truck. Why didn't you want to mention what you rented? Why did you say we rented some stuff? I don't remember what we rented, but I know that. <laughs> oh, I thought you rented some bad blockbuster porn. Blockbuster didn't have porn. Where I worked at, we had porn. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. But I didn't, t- you know, I didn't touch it. And I guess I was still in high school, so I don't know if I. I don't know if I was allowed to rent any of those. I think I was 17 when I worked there. My cousin Sarah worked at the movie rental place, which ruined it, you know, because I couldn't go back in the adults only section anymore without (laughs) her like, you know, sending a postcard to my mom and dad. It was 1875, but uh, it it really blew it because I used to love to go back in there and peek, you know, me and Bonzo go back there and sniff around, see who's on the top shelf. Yeah. No more. All, the only good thing that came from it is I would always rent Toe Jam and Earl, and she would make the uh, late fees disappear. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot I'm of an power. inside woman. A lot of power behind, the, behind that keyboard, you know? You can make all of your troubles just disappear for, you know, for the right price. It's crazy the first time someone makes a late fee go away. Like, I remember my Aunt Julie used to make me pay my late fees at the library. And then I was like 15 and she was, I was like, oh, Aunt Julie, I didn't return this book. And she was like, I'll take care of it. And I was like, I literally wasted hundreds of dollars in late fees. What were you doing? 
Hundreds. What lesson were you trying to make me learn that you just totally absolved? It obviously was not. There was no lesson learned. She was trying, but you racked up a hundred dollars or more. Well, yeah, because I was trying to stick it to her. You were, yeah, you were running up a tab. Just I was. Wanted. I was like, well, no one else is allowed to read the Encyclopedia of Monsters but me. <laughs> All right, Aunt Julie, never forget. You peed on it. No, my buddy Zach Toll did pee on a bunch of books. I've told this story to you, I think. No. Zach Toll directed my comedy special, and my Aunt Julie <laughs> ran the library in Douglas County. And his mom, Sheila, was a bit of a goofball, you know, a bit of a uh, dope-smoking hippie. And Zach peed on a bunch of library books when he was like five. <laughs> and Sheila refused to pay for these library books because she thought it was like a natural thing for it's a child to of, do. It's an act of God. God's, yeah, exactly. Well, God, God's most beautiful little messenger. <laughs> so a young Zach child. on a bunch of uh, goosebumps or something. And then, so th- that was all known. And then when me and Zach started hanging out, my Aunt Julie met Zach when he was like 12 and was like, were you the kid that pissed on all those books and your mom refused to pay for them? And Zach was like deeply ashamed. <laughs> Come on, he was five. That doesn't make sense. I mean, he might have been in fifth grade for all I remember. I don't know. Oh, I just know that he we... pissed on some books. <laughs> that makes more sense than for the shame. <laughs> and then one time, Zach and me came downstairs in the morning, and my grandma was there, and she wasn't telling anyone she was blind. But Zach came downstairs, and she just started beating on him with her cane because that was a fun gag. She would play with me. She would whack me with her cane and laugh. And Zach never met this old crazy Mexican lady, so she just whipped on him with her cane, and he was like, what's going on? And my grandma was like, oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and we were all like, are you blind? She was like, oh, si se puede. <laughs> she, said, no. she said, I don't know. Yeah, chicharron. Yo no sé. <laughs> she po- just forgets English. <laughs> Posiblemente. Poco, she, did, poco. she did both, right? She was by. No, she hated speaking Spanish. Oh, okay. She thought it was a dog tongue. She forgot it on purpose. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she was a self-hater. <laughs> well, I think there were probably a lot of other people that were doing a lot of the hating <laughs> that led to her <laughs> hatred. As She was like, yeah, me too. They stink. Yeah. They I stink. Just, I'm Mexican. not brown. I just fell asleep outside. Brown people stink. That's <laughs> Hamill <laughs> coming back in. Yeah, that's Hamill before he left Boston, for sure. <laughs> yeah, till he came here and got to learn about brown people in Denver. Yeah. Uh, I guess probably there's got to be more, more Latina people than Boston. Well, it depends on if you count the Portuguese or not. It's illegal to be brown in Boston. A lot of Portuguese in Boston, that's all I'm saying. I don't think that's true. For sure it's true. Yeah, that guy that Marky Mark almost beat to death was Portuguese. Uh, I th- Which I think one? He, I think he was Asian. No, because you no, know, Marky Mark committed a couple hate crimes. Oh, Everyone forgets right. about it. He was Filipino. I got my peas. I think mm. he was Vietnamese. Was the guy Will Smith beat up Filipino? Will Smith beat a guy up? Yeah. What? Yeah. Not, not as bad as Marky Mark did. Was he also yelling hate speech while he did it? No, I think his was like actually like a confrontation. Hmm. Okay, you got to get to the bottom of this one. All right, I'm I'm looking. Keep going. Will Smith. Yeah, you met him, and apparently you uh, are by association a real piece of literal shit. Oh my god. Yeah, is good move. This is gonna be what cancels me finally. That's why Qu- Will Smith. That's why Quibi went under. Is that? <laughs> allegations started to surface that Will Smith was a just a total knob. I mean, I bet he bangs his kids, but beating up a Filipino, that's a bridge too far. I didn't know until I just read this article that Marky Mark beat up two Asians that day. He loved it. The first one he beat an unconscious lamb, and the, while he was fleeing, he beat a second dude, Hoa Trin, punching him in the eyes. Yeah, he blinded him. You know how hard it is to beat up a man while you're running away? Jesus. It's hard to do anything while running, especially run. Yeah, you're already uh, facing an uphill battle if you're going to run somewhere, let alone have to swing on someone and be be racist at the same time. You're multitasking. 
Yeah, he blinded well, that Vietnamese fella. Not with science, neither. With his <laughs> <No>. fists. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if I may make light of an awful thing. Uh, yeah, in 1989, Will Smith attacked a man and almost left him blind. What the fuck? Willie Will and Marky Mark are both a couple of dickheads, huh? Again, I don't think Will Smith's was a hate crime. I think it was an altercation. It wasn't a love crime. Well, yeah, but I, I think Marky Marks had a lot to do with the guy's name being Lamb. It was a motivating factor. Will Smith was just upset because this person cussed on his records. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. a Lamb of God, and Will Smith's a Scientologist. One or was he was, excuse me. One was a Boston beatdown. Boston well, beatdown? That's my favorite hardcore sampler. That's a Ramon song. Boston Beatdown. That's what Jake Hamill had to leave. Got sick of watching Boston get beat down. Stinks. Yeah. These Bruins, god damn it. I've been wearing uh, all orange today. I'm in an all orange outfit, and I gotta say, it's pretty exhilarating. That's a real bold move. You left the house, you let Emily post a picture of you. I did let her, too, because I was like, I need to post that. People will love it. Uh, Emily posts it. You know, she gets 35 likes. She's high-fiving the dog. I could have pushed that thing to over five. Easy. Will you stop uh, itching yourself or doing whatever you're doing? Oh, click-clacking? Yeah. Are you uh, scrolling through your OnlyFans? No, I'm picking my fingernails. Mm, well, you're the yeah. one that scrolls on the job. That giant microphone is picking up you picking your fingernails. Well, damn. So, <laughs> knock it off. What about here? I'm going to start making other noises. You try and tell me if you can hear them. <laughs> the, mouth, the mouth noise that you made right next to the microphone? Yes. That got picked up. You damn. <laughs> Strike one. You know, it's snowing. Yeah, it's snowing up here, too, and it's very fine snow, like a mm. dream. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a dream when you fall and crack your head open on it. I'm not going outside for the next couple of days. You got to let the dog out. Nah, the dog gets his own thing. It's his birthday. He's 13 today. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, we got him a whore. <laughs> got him a dog hooker for his birthday. <laughs> a stray. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> They're down there making some money. Chihuahua. Emily's down there watching... Well, yeah, if you're going to pay. It's not like Gordy has the money to pay for that whore. <laughs> dog whore. Dog whore. <laughs> Let's pitch that show to BBC America. Oh, yeah. I was going to say earlier that I got to do uh, a segment on a show on BBC Two called Horizon. And I thought, oh, man, this could, like, you know, blow up or... All of a sudden, I've got a decent like following in England or in the UK. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nobody <laughs> ever said anything about it. Uh, but yeah, it was a show. That show Horizon, uh, what's his name, hosted it. Jimmy Carr. So, you know, I thought people would watch. It was an episode about laughter, and I got to be on it. And uh, yeah, I don't think anyone saw it that... <laughs> Gave enough of a shit to hit me up about it. I've never... That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Why'd they pick you? Yeah, were you doing comedy or just talking about Caldwell? It was... Uh, it was because of uh, Pete McGraw. They knew him. That fucking huckster. That yeah. fraud. Yeah, uh, they knew him, and so he asked me if I wanted to come up and be a part of it, and I said, hell yeah. Nice. And yeah, they, so this part of it was me talking to him. And then I think they ended up filming me at a show. I don't know if it would have been, it wouldn't have been the Boulder comedy show. It might've been at like the lazy dog, but they're there. They got some footage of me and it, you know, I, and I liked what they went with. Like I didn't look like a complete asshole. I didn't think. It just goes to show how bad comedy is in the UK. If they had to come here and get you. They had to get uh, Dr. Pete to t tell people 
the science behind laughter. Yeah, Dr. Pete, who's never made one human being laugh in his entire life, an expert on comedy. I had to debate him at the debate show that one time. Ooh, God, I felt like I had the entire history of American stand-up on my back. I crushed him. He didn't like me after that. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I called him like Dr. Peter McGuffaw, and he was like, very good. Let me explain why that's funny. You see, my name is not what he said, and he sees, introduced me as if he was going to say my name, and he broke the so-called the social contract, and that's why you all enjoyed it and found mirth in his comment. And then someone like threw a banana peel at him and mooned him, and I was like, "Now that's funny. That banana peel came out of a man's butt. Can you explain why that's funny?" Like, well, the social contract states, "Butts are not for showing." Anyway. <laughs> I am glad you got that. And it, I did watch it, and I was like, this rules. Way to go, Lund. Yeah, I'll bet. I did. I was cheering you on. I'll bet you watched the BBC, too, like you like to do on Friday nights. Yeah, you pretty much did, like, To Catch a Predator UK. <laughs> you did, you did like, Frontline or Dateline or 60 <laughs> Minutes. And you were BBC, like, this, this is going to blow me up. BBC Two is actually BBC Nambla. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> nobody reached out because I looked like an adult. Yeah, BBC. Oh, time. What is this sound? Whoa. Yeah, pills. Cool, man. Let me guess what's in there. Those are for dogs, right? Uh, yeah, Mama needs to take her anti-seizure pill. She's very anti-seizure. See. I can tell not only if they're pills or not, but also what kind of animal they're for. (laughs) Just by the sound. (laughs) You would have known they were for humans if you had started salivating. Yeah, if my dick got hard. (laughs) BBC Two, sponsored by Boko Haram. BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three. You know, like from Austin Powers. Yeah, baby, yeah. I thought I was going to get to talk to Austin Powers <laughs> about my joke style. <laughs> oh, Mama knew. She heard the pills and she came She came calling. Yeah, Gordy just came to the door too. Yeah, time for his Viagra. He hopes that Mama will put him on the glass for him for his birthday. <laughs> All nine of them. Yeah, let's see him, Mama. She's got the heavy hangers. Show me where puppies feed. <laughs> Yeah, that's burned into my brain as well. Oh, yeah. Tell me where babies feed. I tried to tell Stanhope that, and he cut me off, and he was like, yeah, and I said, show me where babies feed, and I was like, okay, well. Yeah. That was my opening anecdote. That's the I'm Rick James bitch that uh, <laughs> style of cross to bear that Stanhope has. You know what we've never talked about on here, and I can't believe, is how you were in bum fights. No, I wasn't. What? I was not in bum, bum fights. I knew a couple of the guys that did bum fights. You didn't direct bum fights? No. Well, I, I, I lived with one of the guys a few years after they were done with bum fights because they did like two videos and then all of a sudden either had never filed a trademark or they didn't they let it lapse or something. And so then some other company put out one or two bump fights videos that were very, very different from the original two. The original two were just, uh, you know, a group of taggers and like, uh, you know, these like filmmakers that really, that like top trains and, and met those dudes, uh, the homeless guys from skating. And then uh, the later ones were just, you know, a lot grosser, a lot meaner, and uh, completely, you know, manufactured. Yeah, and financially valuable. Because those later bum fights, I remember I had a couple. Hooey! They threw the crack in the pool. Was that your best friend, or was that one of the later uh, ones? Crack in the pool? Nah. Yeah, they threw some crack in the pool, and they were like, drowned each other, and the winner gets the crack. That's no, that, was, that, was, that was probably a later one. That sounds more authentic than a director and a bunch of uh, punk kids. 
Well, Becker woke up to weigh in. Thanks, Becker. <laughs> Becker, did you ever live with anyone who exploited homeless people? Yeah, I, I did a lot of heroin. When, <laughs> when here we go. The one who found Kembo Slice? No. What? Kembo was... Slice came from bun fights. No. He was in Florida, and we the the bun fights original bun fights guys were in Vegas and San Diego. Yeah, and one was like the artistic director or something, or he did wardrobe for him. I can't remember. Uh, you're re- remembering wrong. I knew one of the guys years after the fact. And you were like an angel investor. <laughs> <laughs> I was the I, I was the bum coordinator. I was yes, one... that was it. All right, yes the 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 veil has been lifted. Yeah, oh, you were casting director, private detective Sam, not very talented. Oh, has cracked the case. Yes, I was HR. I was HR for Bum. <laughs> I wrote the checks. I did the orientations. I went over a lot of the rules for didn't the Bum fights. Did you check fights. each Bum's orientation? I had to check and make sure. Yeah, we yeah we didn't want to do any no gay bums. We, we didn't want any. Uh, we didn't want any hate crimes. You know. <laughs> so yes, I had to. No, uh, I didn't get to meet any of those guys. Any of the bums? No. You didn't, didn't. get to. I didn't get to. Well, they're, they're people. It's not like they were pure evil, you asshole, you classist. Hey, man, you're the one calling them homeless. They, <laughs> they were experiencing homelessness. They were individuals that have found themselves preferring they were drugs over roofs. Now, here's something I want to talk about. There's been a bunch of homeless sweeps in Denver. Okay? Sure. I'm against it. You probably love it. My second favorite sweep right after supermarket. <laughs> 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 also steaks. I love a good sweep steaks. <laughs> you could you could already be a winner, you fucking idiot. You might not even know that you have won. That's how you stupid don't have an you address. are. That's how stupid you are. We sent you several things in the mail <laughs> saying you have a prize with your name on it, and you ignore it. Yeah, because you ate the envelope because you're so hungry. So these sweeps, you know, no matter where you stand, whether you're against them or for them, like Lund, I think that uh, there's some people who have been posting online about how they're organizing, you know, and they need donations so they can bring peanut butter sandwiches and crafts of coffee to the homeless people. Do you think that, some of these people might be embezzling the Venmo funds that come their way? Uh, I would hope not. I would, I would hope not as well. What if they had a history of embezzling? Well, that's when you, yeah, that's when your your ears start to perk up and you wonder if everything's on the up and up. Because maybe for some reason this person is always number one in your stories and you see him every day on Instagram. And who knows why that is? Maybe because you did a deep dive seeing if this person had him or not. You kept having to check back in. <laughs> More research is necessary. Yeah, well, my monocle kept falling in the toilet. Uh, but I just wonder if this could be happening. I would hope not. I feel like uh, mistakes have been made uh, with all kinds of people, and, and the, the best you can do is hope that they learn from those mistakes and feel bad and have grown and have become a, a different person, a better person. Oh, they've Some, grown. Someone who tries, someone who uh, is trying maybe to even make up for those past mistakes. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping is the case. Uh, I, have no, I have no idea if that is uh, the case with whoever you're talking about, but... Well, I'm not talking about anyone specifically. You literally said that it's a person who's first in your Instagram feed. What are you talking about? Well, hypothetically, if I was on Instagram, which I'm not, you know... <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, Whoever has Sam talent is uh, that's that's not me. They're okay. camping on it. Part they of the Sam T crew. Photos of me, which sucks. I don't know how they keep getting them. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what else is annoying is it's like, hey, I want to help people, so help me, so I can help people. And it's like, okay, uh, you're the middle person. You're the monkey in the middle. Ooh. Well, that's a that's a figure of speech. Not hate speech either. It's just a figure of neutral speech. 
I'm uh, I'm neutral. That's all I'm saying. Your pH is balanced. It is, man. You know what? I I would believe that I probably have a pretty high acid. I bet I lean more on the uh, the higher on the pH scale. Yeah, I remember like being blood and urine. Yeah, like battery, like battery acid. Of, yeah, I drank a bunch of tequila and ate a bunch of morning glory seeds, and we didn't know the morning glory seeds had poison on them. <laughs> so I got poisoned really bad, and I threw up a bunch of blood. And I remember we were dropping toilet paper in the in the toilet, and it would sizzle and burn. From what, what came out? Oh, of your pit! Oh, uh, the, I forgot about the piss. I was well, like, no, you, it, was, it was vomit and piss and whatever we could and, get in that bowl. And it just got dissolved. <laughs> the whole yeah. roll. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really. It was eye awakening. It, it was eye opening. I'll say that. Do you remember there was that guy that had a book that was uh, he had an infomercial years ago about the 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 health tips and the, and the secrets about nutrition that they don't want you to know about. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, I think so. Was this the guy who was all about like turds? No, he was all about uh, acidity. How uh, he would, he, one of his big claims was your the b- cancer can't live or exist in a body that is alkaline. And so mm. he, he was talking about how you had to make your body alkaline and uh, if you were able to do that, then you couldn't get cancer. And everybody just kind of like <laughs> laughed him off. And I, what if he's right? So you lived your entire life regretting not buying this book? I think I bought the book. <laughs> I think we had it. My girlfriend and I at the time, I think, had that book. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's not like I keep my body alkaline all the time i don't drink soda for the most part but i mean i, mean, I have tasted your sweat and it's pretty salty i can say that yeah well yeah so i don't eat healthy but i don't i don't i don't know if i'm acidic i don't i don't know if i have cancer i could be one big tumor i could drop dead in 10 seconds because there's a <laughs> fucking tumor exactly the size and shape of my entire body I would have no idea. I haven't you're seen not, a doctor in eight years. Yeah, you need to go to a doctor, dude. You might find out that you're Hasidic. What about that? Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> huh? I wish I wouldn't have cut my hair. I'm going to hell. Oh, wait, no, there's no hell. There's no hell. Nice. I'm doing the eyebrows. <laughs> you know what I mean? No hell, huh? Ooh, hey. <laughs> I'm going full Belushi. I can do a deeper dive on some Instagrams knowing there's no repercussions. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody's, nobody's going to reveal your search history in heaven. Come on. God, I hope not, dude. <laughs> nah, come on. I've definitely, I definitely haven't Googled people's names that I know, followed by nudes, question mark. That's not a new <laughs> thing I've been doing. <laughs> Alexa, go through my friends list and show me who's naked. <laughs> That's a cool move. You could do that for a while online. You better uh, you better Venmo some of those nudes, nudists. No, 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 no. Pay up, bitch. I don't pay up. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> you you take a widow's peak around that paywall. You're like, ooh, <laughs> what's over there? I just Get read there. Horse. There was a woman that had an OnlyFans, and somehow uh, a Twitter account for, like, Fort Bragg's base or something started uh, tweeting at her instead of DMing her, you know? Just, like, so it was just, like, you know, public. Everybody could see these tweets that were saying things to this woman about, like, commenting on her pubes and uh, suggesting that they bang or whatever, and it led to her quintupling her income from OnlyFans. She went from and she went from seven grand a month to thirty-five grand a month. Oh my just for having them? Because of some I don't even know if she has them. She, oh. I saw I saw a picture of her where you can't really tell she's pretty, but she may not even have them and she's raking in I don't even know what thirty five thousand times twelve months adds up to, but it's uh it's a pretty penny. Soldiers are lonely. 
They're incredibly horny. You don't have to have them. She should quit fort bragging about having them if she doesn't have them. All yeah, right. That, that's stolen valor. If that's she stolen valor, have. dude. But uh, yeah, it's just crazy to think how much money is being thrown at someone because they went and bought a decent webcam and some fishnets and just started bending over. Like, all right, uh, I guess you get to become upper middle class. <laughs> if you had a daughter, would you make her do an OnlyFans? If I had a daughter, yeah, I'm staying at home. It's like uh, when the 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 dad forces the son to throw a football all right. day and night. Yeah, I'm getting her on the pole so that she gets good at it. I want her to study tape. I want her to watch Showgirls every day. Learn to see. learn how to peel a banana without using her hands. That's right. Take it yep. down to yeah. Take it down to Tijuana. Take it down to take go over to Thailand. See what they're doing over there with their legs and assholes and vaginas. And uh, just try to top them, you know, try to come up with something new, a new twist, a new, you know, it's not a ping pong ball, it's a pog or whatever the hell. It's a, you know, the slammer comes out and, and all of a sudden you're just ass deep in pogs that you've won from the, from the rest of your countrymen. You got to start young so that there's not this idea. There's these Johnny come lately. So they're like, oh yeah, I, I know how to pout. I know how to look sexy. You don't know shit. You need to learn that and ingrain it into your DNA. I want you to look scared. Mm. Okay, looking, you're right. Enough looking coquettish, you know? I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the innocent, the innocent uh, kind of stare. Like, yeah, like oh, I, I taught, I taught, putty tat, like that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, or like uh, that, 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 that's all, that's all, folks. You know what I'm talking about? You jerk off to Looney Tunes porn, I believe. Is I'm a Looney Coomer. I fucking what... fill up the, the the jar, dude. Uh huh. You know what's fun to think about? Not that. Well, not you filling up jars <laughs> <laughs> with your with your jizz. <laughs> so here's something I've often discussed with some friends. What do you think would be the best, well, I don't want to say liquid, the best viscous thing to put your rod in, not to have sex with it, just to like soak it in there, you know? We're, we're back to soaking. Well, we never left soaking, really. I'm always here. <laughs> I did leave it, and now I'm being confronted with it anew. Like, do you think like apple butter? Like, let's just say you have your turgid rod, your erect member, and you're just going to insert it into a vat of X. But not to, but you said not for pleasure? Not, not for pleasure. Not, not to move around. No jizzing. Then why? Just to see what it feels like. Jesus Christ. Marinara. <laughs> Marinara. Too cold. <laughs> it's too room, junky. It's room temp. It's not in the fridge. Doesn't matter. Even if it's heated up to body temperature, it's still too chunky. That's not true either. I, I think get... you'd want to be looking at something like uh, like whole cream, I bet would be cool. Hmm. You know. Okay. What about uh, chocolate pudding? Chocolate pudding, sure. That I don't might think be tapioca it. would be cool, but I think like uh, butterscotch pudding might be even better. Megan, Megan accidentally got a cook and serve Jello. You ever you ever pull that boner? I have no idea what you're talking about. So regular Jello. Correct. Pudding. If you if you get Jello pudding and it's not cook and serve, all you have to do is dump the powder into the bowl, pour some milk in there, and stir it up, whisk it, and put it in the fridge. And it's five just minutes. Jello cereal, brother. Five minutes later, it's good to go. What? The cook and serve. You have to boil. You have to get the milk up to a boil in order to activate the the uh, powder. And, and make it into it, – it's basically like two extra steps and it ruins the whole thing because you know that you're slaving over a hot pot of pudding when you could have just done it cold and quick. And and I did, I did the same mistake months ago, so it was funny that she did it just recently. How much pudding are you guys eating? <laughs> we, we get pudding – you know, we, we got regular Jello when she broke her ankle – Doctor was like, if you have some, you know, if you have Jello, so we got Jello. For and a broken like, ankle? Why you had to hide her pill in there? No, it's gelatin can strengthen, can help with healing your bones. I don't know. This was a horse. This was a horse doctor. <laughs> yeah. And so he was very pro hoof and pro gelatin. He was like, get your nails stronger, uh, <laughs> so that you can scratch the hell out of a cow. Uh, you know, racist towards cows. 
And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, because the pudding is right by the Jello. We got we got both, and they're it's a good treat. Both of them are good, but Jello uh, takes forever. Gelatin, it's like six hours before it's ready to eat. Yeah, you guys are super busy too. It's tough with your workaday lifestyle. It's not about being busy. Make it's a, time for Jello. It's about wanting what you want when you want it. <laughs> You're a man of uh, simple desires. It's just funny that you guys are making your own pudding. Because that's how you know you've really reached a, a boiling point. You know, like you can't just buy the cups anymore. Now you have to make your own. What, what are you going to do with a tiny little cup of pudding? Those are for children. Fit your penis and balls in it for sure. No way. Yeah, way. <laughs> uh, my balls, my balls would put uh, would would ruin that whole hypothesis. Well, it's just like you guys make your own seltzer water, right? Because you were drinking so many cans of LaCroix. Yeah, we got sick of well, yeah, and that's part of it too. It's uh, bullshit to just run roughshod through dozens of single-use cans or pudding cups. So I love it, man. I love cracking open a cold can, chugging it, throwing it across the room. Yeah, maybe bounce one off my wife's head if she's been acting up. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were all about it until, and <laughs> I actually thought that there was a nice little circle of life occurring. Because Megan and I quit drinking, trying to be healthier. We're crushing LaCroix. We're, uh, I, was, uh, put, I was setting the cans aside, like crushing them and, and putting them into a bag. And then leaving the bag by the dumpster in the alley, thinking that uh, a young person experiencing the lack of a home or walls was going to come along and be like, oh, jackpot, you know, and like eat. And then, you know, after like th- three months of thinking that I'm the patron saint of Denver of Denver recycling, I find out that that's like not happening. Like nobody, you couldn't, you'd have to like drive them out of town to take them to a place and you'd get like 10 cents for 50 pounds of cans. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Recycling's a hoax. It is a big old, like it, it's not even really a thing somehow. No. I don't even understand like how <laughs> it's just not a thing, but nobody knows that it's not a thing. Or you're not allowed to talk about it because then everyone's like, oh, why are you such a, why are you such a downer, Sam? We're all just trying to get together at the VFW and have a couple of cold pops and <laughs> watch, the, watch the Antiques Roadshow. Why do you got to remind us that uh, the world's on fire and everything's a, an empty gesture? And I'm like, why do you talk that way? You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Old prospector. No, no, that's, uh, that's Michael Hancock. <laughs> I haven't ever heard of Denver sounds. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched I haven't watched him speak. Uh, I mostly read what he <laughs> says after the fact. So I forgot that that's <laughs> good old Michael Hancock. It's me, the mayor of Denver, Mikey Hancock. If you want to build a bunch of condos, come on to Denver. We got hammers aplenty. There's no rules here as far as development's concerned. Two for one on nails and roof shingles. Come on, build a structure. Charge twenty five hundred a month because you live right by Lodo. I frequent a brothel. <laughs> you know about that? Did he frequent a brothel? Well, that's what my brother in law Mel says. There was a brothel scandal. Yep. So, oh, Becker. You, Becker's back. What do you know about it, Beck? Uh that he made it go away. Like he made he, what go away? The brothel scandal. Or wait, was it his son that was going or him? No, it was, I believe it was him. Okay. I think his son also did something and and Hancock covered it up. Either got a DUI. I would hate to go whoring with my dad. I I think a bunch of people got implicated in the brothel thing, but it got like kind of pushed out of the news because of him. I heard Andres Galarraga used to (laughs) The big cat used to frequent said brothel. <laughs> yeah, Vinny Castillo. That's right, yeah. Oh, it sounds like Ed McCaffrey was uh, whoring. <laughs> the Blake Street Bombers were bombing more than baseballs, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they were whacking dingers. Belushi eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't understand uh paying for for sex until just a few years ago, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Because you had a breakthrough. 
Well, I think I got to a point where instead of thinking of it as sad, like desperate, like it's your only option, it's more just a trade-off of, you know, pros and cons. I mean, <laughs> there's some pros for sure and some cons, some ex-cons. Uh, that's, that's when you have to be wary of a pro is when they have a con standing behind them. Yeah, behind uh, the door. Demanding twice, demanding twice as much money as you agreed on. But like, uh, I can't remember who would have, ta- I mean, there's the classic, I don't know who said it first, but uh, the saying that you're not paying them for the sex, you're paying them to leave, you're paying That was them. George Lucas. It was George, <laughs> I think it was George Steinbrenner, actually. I think it was George Foreman, maybe? It was a George, for sure. George, George. Foreman. That's right. It was that, the- was his, that was his Craigslist ad. It was the... <laughs> It was and the he, gay George Foreman porn star uh, impressionist, George Foreman. Four men, please. That's right. I'll uh, have what they're I having. I think he said. <laughs> <laughs> that was in. Yeah. That, so it was him that, that said it first, but it's, you know, been kind of a, a, adopted as a saying for a lot of us in our generation. And uh, I understand that more just once you get old enough to not have sex be this like uh, badge of honor. It's more just a thing that sounds good sometimes. And the easiest way to be able to, to access a very like cut and dry sexual encounter would be to, to pay someone for specific things. And then when it's over, you're not, you know, forced to make small talk or, you know, lightly suggest that they leave there wouldn't be any of that awkwardness of like, what is what does this mean? Where is this going? Yeah, you don't have to like buy their kids connects. <laughs> you know, you who's gonna get, yeah? You who's gonna get their car detailed because you've been smoking cigs in there when they're who's at gonna, work? Who's gonna pick up my sister from the airport tomorrow? It's like yeah. not not me, lady. It's like you were just inside of me. Like all right, all right what fine. what's she flying in on? Uh, her broom grumble grumble (laughs) (laughs) yeah which uh which terminal at dia is where the witches land eyebrows you're doing it (laughs) (laughs) whoa no that that was fake that was scary that was an asthma attack (laughs) attack attack so anyway, we just edited out about five minutes of good stuff. But that's what happens when you run a very successful podcast, is you got to remember that you can't always goof on topics. Kill your heroes, but then edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that voice from me? <laughs> I don't think I have. Is that a nightmare, it's... or is that fun? Uh, it's fun, I guess. Yeah, you got to say stuff, though. You can't just gibble gobble. <laughs> that was me asking if you wanted your diaper to be full. Ah, Because I'll fill it. That's a new service that I'm offering. Is If you got a diaper, I'll come fill it for you. That's, uh, yeah, there could, there could be a market for that. Might be with pinto beans, might be with my own shit and piss, but either way. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you could just, uh, it would be like a mail service where you mail the empty or diapers. Women. Yeah, you mail or, or, or female these, uh, empty, uh, these clean, unused diapers, and then what they get back is anyone's guess. I could you, see have people, to send, you have to send it back, though. I could see people... Uh, I could see people paying for that. I think it would be funny to, and this isn't a good prank, but you know how people have been pranking? If you just like had a diaper, you were like Recently, walking down the street. Pranking's back. <laughs> you guys heard about these pranks the kids are talking about? Um, you're just walking down the street. You're like running. You're, you're like fast walking down the street, holding a diaper out in front of you, and it's filled with pudding. And people are like, oh, God, what's that guy up to, you know? And you're, like, obviously distressed and hurried. And then you stop and when you're in a crowd of people, and you look very distressed. Then you, like, look right and you look left like you just made a conclusion. You're like, all right. And then you put the diaper on your head. <laughs> How's that for a friend? <laughs> Babies would love it. 
Well, no, I think everyone would love it, you know, because it's like, oh, no, that guy just found this diaper or this diaper's full. And then you get to like the stoplight and you're like, ah, 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 like you're hiding it, but you just put it on your head. And then the pudding... <laughs> yeah, it solves the problem of having a, a dirty diaper in your hands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the worst way possible. Right, then you just look relieved. Like, nice. <laughs> Wipe it off your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Whew, that was a close one. <laughs> Back to work. Yeah, all right. I'm into it. Uh, not quite you know it's not i don't know if it would have made the cut for jackass but it could be the start of a new kind of prank show that's not that good they would have made like preston lacy do that one yeah yeah that's yeah it's a lower tier oh you know uh i just heard this today the guy that played kevin on the office is gonna make a million dollars this year because of cameo how about that Where's your the chili? Where's your God now? <laughs> yeah, dude. Speaking of OnlyFans, there's only a couple of people that I would pay money to send me a message. Sinbad. And Sinbad's up there, Gianna yeah. Michaels, mm-hmm. who is not on <laughs> Cameo. We looked. <laughs> we did look. That would have been that would have been great uh promo if we could have had a cameo of Gianna talking about Chubby Behemoth early on. Yeah. We'd uh, we'd be bigger than the guy that we just shit on. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be we'd I be at we the could, top. I bet we could DM Gianna and be like, Gianna, we'll give you seventy bucks if you'll say need, this. She doesn't need seventy bucks from us. She's Who got, knows what she needs? She's on OnlyFans. I'll bet she's. I'll bet her shit is blowing up. Is she on OnlyFans? Yeah. All right, Lund, join her OnlyFans. No. And then send me the login info. <laughs> no. Come on. I got a burner phone for a reason. I I mean, I, I understand you're supporting someone or whatever, but I can watch her get her back blown the fuck out for free. Oh, my God. For the next two years. So. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so vulgar and unexpected. That's a hip. Uh, that's a hip uh, sex term that a lot of people are using lately. Is getting your, you get your back blown out. I mean, they've been using that since like 2002. But I, well, I'm glad I just, you just figured I it just, out, Grandpa. <laughs> I just found out about it. Yeah, I'm on Gen X Twitter. Yeah, was it in USA Today? Am I Gen X? Am I a millennial? No one will ever know. I know what you are. Not until the autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a boomer. You gotta Becker, <laughs> where are we time wise? We're just over an hour. Okay, well, we had, with that, with all the stuff we had to edit out to save our careers, we're at probably like 56 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long that we shit on Pete Holmes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that he's gonna get a blowjob from Jesus when he dies. Is that what uh, he said? No, but he's Christian, so he thinks Dude. that some award, some prize awaits him in heaven. Yeah, it's probably a Choco Taco with caramel in it. Like a real Jamook. I saw a thing Brandy Bryant posted today on uh, Facebook. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Did you see that? Yeah, dude. Holy shit, it was Jesus Christ in a robe, but Jesus had both tits and a giant dick. And Jesus was tit-fucking himself, themself, with Uh. the dick. (laughs) It was crazy. Zach, Zach Reinert tweeted, Jesus titty fucking Christ would be one hell of a picture, I think, or one hell of a of an image or whatever he said. And Brandy Bryant was like, all right, and drew it, yeah, and nailed it. <laughs> I've seen a lot of shit in my day. That was alarming. I mean, yeah, I wasn't yeah. upset by it, but I definitely was like, okay, hold on. I need to make room in my brain for this. Yeah, you've been watching Faces of Death and you've been on the internet since you were four, but that was striking. Which is cool. If that if something makes you go like, hamana, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you like ponder what art is and what it can mean. Yeah. That, way to go, Brandy. Shout out. Yeah, dude. Uh, I want to get a tattoo from her because uh, she's really good, but I don't, I don't know what I would get that would require any artistic skill, you know? Like, I wouldn't I'll want... give you all of the Patreon money if you get that tattooed on your body. I, man. I mean, I'm already not talking to my parents. I could probably get 
Jesus titty fucking Christ. <laughs> That'd be my, crazy. My dad got mad at me once years ago because my voicemail message was, hey, this you got Nathan here. I'm probably having sex with some people, so leave a message, and I'll give you a call when we're finished. And he hated it. He was like, your mother is going to call you and hear that. And so, yeah, this would be next-level shit. This would, this would finish them both off. <laughs> Didn't we writer's room that phone message? What do you mean? Did that voicemail. Didn't we, like, sit down and, like, break it down? Because... I just remember like going over it and trying to punch it up. Oh yeah, we did. It was like, Hey, I'm probably having sex with a bunch of people. I'll call you back after we're done cleaning up or yeah. after, after we all come. Right. After, after I sport and then they do too. After, yeah. After I mop up all of the jizz that has filled our socks and shoes. Yeah. After I crank all this notch with these people that are here. Probably getting my back blown out. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah, think that the... we should do that thing with the shooters. And I think that I've thought about it now, and you should probably have it positioned in your butt, and I should be the one who uncaps it. Yeah, I'll bet. Because I'm more precise with my cheeks. You're more of a top. <laughs> no, you're just, you're. look, think about it this way. You try to you're, top me? You're, you're I'm, the the t- I'm the top dog. I'm the top dog. You're a bottom bitch. I, well, I don't care. I don't need to assign what I am. I'm just saying that you're like the tee and I'm like the club. And the shooter lid is like the golf ball. Mm-hmm. I think you're a sturdier base, so I'm saying. All right. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you have been putting that or, you know, figuring that out in your brain instead of trying to be engaging and interesting on our podcast. Oh, wow. Now yeah. the tides have turned. That's right. You suck. You stink and you suck. <laughs> Rocky's I'm, rule. <laughs> I might. I might have brain fog. You you had COVID and now you have yeah, you have uh you're in a fugue state. Who knows? I might have COVID right now. That'd be sick. That'd be crazy. What are we doing? God damn it. <laughs> uh you had to, you wanted to get back into the logistics in unscrewing a shooter cap. Oh yeah, okay. Well, look, guys, we've learned a lot this episode. This was a real Lund-heavy episode, and I appreciate him <laughs> what the carrying fuck? the Lund. Because, uh, you know, not, not I, I'm just a guy like that, anyone that's else. The, that's the feedback that I get a lot is we they people demand more Lund, less Sam. The amount of Becker is fine. Is, is yeah. what, is All what we're I really nailing is the amount of Becker. <laughs> Everyone agrees. Less is more. Yeah. Also... I wish you guys could see what Becker's situation looks like right now. There's no light allowed in wherever you are. It's it's here. Keep keep doing whatever you're doing. I'll, I'll, doing whatever we're doing. You mean podcasting? No, I meant I'll show you. Uh, I can join the podcast with like a better camera. No, uh, no, no, thanks. We don't care. We just want to. Uh, we just want to rip on you for being the Unabomber. Yeah, for being gross and depraved. I I know I get it. I just don't do want you. you to think this is actually what I'm living like. I have to do oh, a corporate right. Zoom right. tomorrow for a law firm in Savannah, Georgia, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to eat my ass. Oh my god! How did that? How did you get that? A fan, you know, a fan uh, hit me up and asked if I wanted to do it, and I was like, sure. And the thing is, is that he's been telling everyone that he got Dave Chappelle. No so, way. Yes. So everyone's <laughs> expecting tomorrow. For Dave Chappelle to show up and, you know, riff and make fun of uh, their boss. So I I had to meet with one of the bosses via Zoom. And he was like, yeah, man, I got this COVID dude. And, like, it's all right. I'm going to be fine. Like, you know, I'm fun. I'm going to be dressed up like an elf. And I'm a big fat guy. So you can make fun of that. That'll be fun. And, like, I'll swear too much. But, you know, everyone knows that. So you can make fun of that. It'll be real easy, man. And then today I find out that he's in a hospital. From his COVID. So all the bits that I had planned out, uh, oh I can't do anymore because he's, you know, near death. You uh, could say rest in peace, more like rest in three piece with two sides. That would be fun. All right. So. <sighs> <laughs> what? Write it down. I was hoping you would have some help for me, but no. So anyway, they're going to they're gonna go from a puppet show tomorrow, a Muppets-esque puppet show. 
And then the guy's going to introduce me. Uh, everyone's going to think, oh, it's who I've been telling you about, everyone. It's our comic. And then when it's not Dave Chappelle, I get a dig out of that hole for the next 15 minutes. That's yeah. what I got going on tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, yeah, first they, they think they're going to get the Muppets and they're getting a knockoff version of the Muppets. Yeah. And then they think they're getting Dave Chappelle and they're getting the complete opposite. Of yeah, Dave they're, they're going to get the Marpets and then the opposite of Dave Chappelle is me. The armpits. And <laughs> the then, chubby funster. Yeah, the guy that looks like a toe. <laughs> Hambone McGraw. It's going to be very bad. <laughs> Dr. Pete Dr. Pete could uh, do some time and dig yeah. out of that hole for you, wear his sweater vest. Uh, so I'll, I'll report back on how that gig goes, but it's not going to go well. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's going to be <laughs> rough. Yeah. But you you're know, gonna you wish, do a lot you're of gonna, stuff. You're gonna wish you were in the hospital with COVID after that <laughs> nightmare. What a fucking stupid! There's always so many dumb moves that non-comics think are funny or make sense. They always think, "Oh yeah, we'll have music and comedy. We'll have the comic do time while the bands are setting up and breaking down, so that there's no downtime, man." So that the, the crowd is just completely engaged the whole time. It's perfect. Yeah, so no one has to think at all. psycho. Yeah. Anyway, Becker, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, I don't think I have anything to plug this week. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't. I, I'm still just hanging out in my pajamas hoping I don't die. Yeah, you uh, got to okay. plug up your sinuses. Lund, you got anything? Uh, I got a new gig. I am going to be a tour guide for an attraction at the Gaylord Rockies Hotel and Convention Center. It's uh, running through January 3rd. It's called I Love Christmas Movies. And uh, I did training for that today, and I will be there as much as I can through the end of the year to make this some is, of This is real? This is real. Uh, this is uh, an opportunity that I felt I should not pass up. And... I'm just hoping that I can work enough days to make the money that I will need to spend on a hospital stay for getting COVID because I'm going to be around hundreds of people a day. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, it's dumb as hell. So you were just Googling Gaylord, and then this came up. <laughs> I, have a Google, I have a Google alert for the Rockies because I love baseball and Gaylord because, hey, let's take it back to feudalism. Wait, so tell me all about what? No, that's all you get. <laughs> you have to come down to Gaylord at the Rockies. What? It's been like nine months since you've done anything, and you would, you didn't tell me about this on the pod? I've been on unemployment, and it's about to run out, and I got uh, an email from my acting agent about this opportunity, and so I figured, fuck it, I'll go see what it's all about, and yeah, hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully I don't get sick. All right. Well, my mind's blown. Uh, <laughs> if you're a lawyer and you live in Savannah, Georgia, look for me tomorrow at your Christmas party. Uh, otherwise, my mind's blown. <laughs> Rock on, dude. Gaylord style. <laughs> <laughs>